everybody. Welcome to The Banished Zone, the show about flesh and blood that is bright and full of lights. More than human. Did we already make that joke? (laughs) No. It's more than human. Yeah. Uh, More human than human. You know that song? Who sings that? Rob Zombie or uh, White Zombie. One of the zombies. Hmm. I think maybe Kel made that joke already. Okay. Anyway, yeah. hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm Bryn. I'm Chris. And he's Chris. That's correct. <laughs> uh, it's been quite a time. Boy, oh boy, was Nationals fun. Very fun. We haven't even talked about Nationals yet. Very sorry. We um, got back and I immediately was struck with probably COVID or some you disease. Don't, that well, you, we don't know. It could, have been, it could have been any sickness could have that been any uh, sickness is existing that, in this world of 2023 yeah, yeah. in America. Makes you feel crummy um, and have a fever. and uh, Yeah, yeah, who knows? I probably got it on the plane or knows? at the convention or whatever. But I got a little knocked out. We got our schedule a little. They used to call uh, when you go to like a con flu. Mm-hmm. Like, it's cer- like to be fair, it happened before COVID. You got it's true, sick. true, yeah. Now You're hanging out with 400 nerds. Uh, someone gets you sick. Now there's just a disease that uh, could possibly be lethal at any moment. Uh, uh, that mm-hmm. you know that's not good anyway yeah. let's not talk about that because <laughs> people have stupid opinions about it um yeah anyway we're talking about card games mm-hmm. um which hero will be most likely to not get the vax do you think <laughs> 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 leave a comment <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not talking about we, that. We're not talking about that. But yeah. we, we did. Yeah, I didn't get. I miraculously, did not get sick. Yeah, yeah, um, you never got sick. I didn't get sick, and then uh, all my friends have also gotten sick, um, and I'm somehow uh, some sort of superhero. You're solid um, as a rock. I'm, I'm the unbreakable guy. I'm Bruce Willis from oh, Unbreakable. Yeah. I can't he realizes he's Superman because he never called in sick. Yeah, because he never gets the sniffles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we went to Vegas. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody already did there. You know, we're always kind of lagging behind, but it's because we're marinating. Mm, we're really, yeah, yeah. we're really like saucing it up, our opinions <laughs> and our thoughts about what's cool. And we get to have a lot of hindsight and always mm-hmm. be right. That's true. Everyone else pulls it out of the oven half baked. We like <laughs> let it really get a little too crispy and burnt, but it's still good. No, that's, that's when you know the pie is well done. Yeah. Is when it's got a little crisp <laughs> on Sending there. Sending back my cherry pie and being like, it's way too red and juicy. I want this to be dark brown, <laughs> like a steak. <laughs> somehow <laughs> so chris was invited to nationals because mm-hmm. he won as you know uh what did you win i got top uh, four of a draft road to nationals road to nats and it was good enough to be invited i also it turns out had plenty of 90 day xp to just get invited off that that's right but they don't really tell you how much you need so so i didn't know and as you also know i top aided two road to nats and got into na- did not get into nationals because i lost in the first round it's a real heartbreaker uh, which i've complained about before and i will continue to be annoyed at sure, um yeah. hey at least philip uh who beat you in one of those top oh eights. yeah mr fabrary mr. fabrary himself he made day two of nets i think he did yeah decently well good so job philip he didn't like go oh three drop and then waste his defeat of you no um not that it would be bad and how did you do i ended up Seven and seven. I did have a draw, so I was technically like seven, six, and one, but seven and seven is easier to say. Right. I did. My, my draw was in draft, so I only had one actual loss in draft. I went two, one, two, one in both of my pods. So that was four. And then I think I was three and four in CC. So I did better in, in the draft portion than in the CC portion. Mm-hmm. Um, I started off hot in, in CC. I went 2 0. And after this weekend, I realized I've played in two callings, uh, two battle hardens, and then nationals. And every event, I win at least the first round. Like, win round one every time, uh-huh. which is weird. 
Um, this one I went 2-0, so it was like nice little hot streak going. But uh, You went 2-1 in CC and then 2-1 in draft? No, the first day I went 2-2 two and two in draft, um, which is interesting because then it's like, I think the way they used to do it is your draft pod was random, and then after that you played CC, and they switched it up for this one to do. I think the Pro Tour was like this too, that you played CC first and then got into a draft pod based on your record. Right. So I was in, when, you know, I was in a pod with a bunch of other like decent, but didn't do amazing players, like went two and two and uh, felt like I was in a really good spot in that pod. And some of our friends who were like three and one were in pods with like much better players and felt like it was tougher. <laughs> um, sure. So it was interesting that like that can be, an advantage or a disadvantage. Like if you go four Oh, you'll have to draft with uh, incredible players. Right. So it was 44 countries, uh, and 44 champions. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the article that was just posted last night, um, Lexi was the undisputed queen mm-hmm. of the hill. I guess they say queen of the hill <laughs> uh, in New Zealand, the heap, uh, this season, whopping a clean 400 points. Yeah. She so got a lot of points. What uh let's see. We've got Lexi, Lexi. Most most people were Lexi's. Mm-hmm. There was some fun things. Uh Zuri got a top eight, uh got a f- one mm-hmm. in Greece. Um I think a, Bolton a, won yeah, in I was gonna say uh, Bolton, the Netherlands. Two Bolton Bolton won twice. I think Kano won a couple times. Like it was a lot of heroes got like a couple wins and then some of the like more meta heroes like Dromai and Bravo I think got more and then Lexi was the undisputed best deck in nationals and yeah. got the most wins by far. It's um, pretty weird. Bravo, it's like, uh, Viserai won one. Yeah, yeah. It's still weird to look back on like how Lexi was like decidedly off meta when I picked it up and like barely had any LL points. Yeah, you know, got couple. that cold foil uh, New Horizons on the cheap. <laughs> Weirdly, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. It felt expensive as hell at the time. I bought then. I bought a cold foil New Horizons for your birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt. Yeah, we had just gotten into the game, so it was like, wow, like $100 for a card. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah, yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah. I'm sure it'll dip a little bit now that she's close to Living Legend. Yeah. You think so? No, that's not usually how it happens. It takes a couple of weeks before people are like, okay, I guess. They'll, people, yeah, people she also start has to actually be not available to play. I don't know. Be- well, people aren't like immediately, se- like most people aren't immediately selling their cards, mm-hmm. especially because Riptide uses it sometimes. Yeah, you can use it like in Riptide or two other Rangers. Azalea. That's true. It's like people might just experiment more now that they're not running it in Lexi. Um, yeah, the Azalea, like Sandscour build that uses New Horizon is pretty good. So maybe Azalea is just like the best ranger yeah. after this. But I uh, went to nationals and I did not play in nationals. Mm-hmm. I played uh, mostly side events or I played in the battle hardened at yeah. the very end, uh, which I was not sure I was going to do, but I did okay in that. Yeah, uh, my did good. <laughs> I did. I went X four mm-hmm. um, and my final opponent opponent was a Brody Spurlock. <laughs> who's a, a lovely guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, the battle-hardened killer. But I, I definitely um, was like, oh, shit. Okay, well, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I mean, I was not I was X3 at the time and then mm-hmm. um, was like, well, I'm definitely not in top eight. Yeah, uh, yeah. I sat down and was, I was playing Vincent. Uh, Brody was on chain. Um, and there was a moment when I got... Um, I got Nazareth out Mm -hmm. and Brody like had this like look on his face, like what? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, Oh shit, (laughs) I did something good. Does the card got zero to summon it? 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you have to have exactly six mm-hmm. rune chants. Yeah. And I can then see, you have to play it as an instant. I can see why that would come as a little bit of a surprise. Just like you stacked up. How did you get to six rune chants? Did you have to read the runes or something? Of course I had to read the runes. Okay. It was I think like, I, I think I, I don't know. Who cares? I mean, sure. like I, I just was. like you, you did something. <laughs> it just feels like very unexpected where you're like, okay, play this thing without go again, go to this many rune chants, then do this. Now I have a, an ally and he's like what well i still hit that turn you attacked the I, ally too uh i at least mm-hmm. i think i actually did a different attack okay um i i i definitely did something that turn but i think i no no i did a funeral i did it with a funeral moon i creepers in a read the runes on the on his turn defensively mm, which oh, people nice. never do yeah yeah it's a good um, move but it's fun to read especially in vincent because you, you just can, have to block with an attack right yeah. attack or defend with an attack uh-huh. action and then and then i creepers in a read the runes mm-hmm. on his turn and then i had three mm-hmm. and then i think i did that and then uh i banished a funeral moon played that got another yeah and then i and then I popped all my things with a rune-gated attack, I think. Yeah, nice. Um, so he was like, oh, wow, okay. So <laughs> 12 and Nazareth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, you know, he was chained, so he did win. But uh, yeah, yeah. he was like, okay, wh- what do I do? Um, do I kill this thing? You know, so mm-hmm. it was a fun game. It was a very, what I'm trying to say is that it was a fun game. Yeah, He's yeah. a great player. It was a great time. Um, I also won two uh two out of three games in upf mm-hmm. uh which it's i pods of four people right that you have to compete in yeah so let's take a moment and talk mm-hmm. about upf we also will be talking about another aspect of upf here in a second because another we haven't talked about uh fucking round the table oh yeah um, but yeah first you have beef with competitive upf right? well no hang on i don't want to complain beef. i'm just i wanted to say that lots of people don't play UPF. Uh-huh. And I think the reason is, is that it's not usually an event. You can't go and like have an armory for UPF, or at least there isn't like a good way. Not a lot of places do it. Yeah. They only recently like made it possible in gem to run an armory that was UPF, I think like months ago. Uh, they definitely don't have a way to you do UPF and gem. That's real right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, which I will get to. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to come off as complaining. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I completely understand why it happened. It is Jem's fault though. Mm-hmm. That's something kind of annoying happened to me. Um, but I was, I played UPF for the first time at, uh, Baltimore, mm-hmm. uh, the pro tour, uh, where James White was playing. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, he was the, he, uh, he was playing, um, Taipanis. Ty- Taipanis. Yeah. The adjudicator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it was a great time. I had a f- such a great time that I was like, why are more playing people playing UPF? It's so much deeper and interesting and fun. Mm-hmm. And you get to use a bunch of cards you've never seen before. It's it's a different kind of grindy. It's a different yeah, kind yeah. of... And you can play heroes that are LL. You know, it's like everyone's clamoring for the Living Legend format. But you can play young Viserai. You can play young Icelander yeah. or Oldham if you want it's to. It's true. You shouldn't do that because sure. you will not win yeah yeah but that's the thing i think people just like it's this big weird thing Mm -hmm. that not enough people are playing Mm -hmm. so that people don't it's not supported enough is the truth is Mm -hmm. that not necessarily lss's fault but just generally it's not at its it hasn't hit its momentum it hasn't hit its stride but they've recently been doing things like putting it up uh 
Pro Tour 3 and putting it at a U.S. Nats and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's become like a normal side event at those things. But it's not like a thing you can like regularly get into and refine your deck and have fun with it. There's no like battle hardens or callings or whatever that are UPF. Right. So at Nats, the biggest thing I was looking forward to, I, you know... Worked on my own Yoji deck. Mm -hmm. um, I was a big fan of playing it at Nats, and then I wanted to update it with some new cards and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I was really excited to play it. And at Nats, um, the first round, I lost ooh, by this much. I yeah, got a yeah. little bit robbed by the luck of the draw. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, but I was like, okay, well, that's fun. But I, then I won my next pod. Mm -hmm. And what I found out is is that gem doesn't so so here, here's how it works if you've never played upf mm -hmm. just so you know in a tournament you are a pot of four mm -hmm. so it's four people and you have actually now that i don't remember i think it's a full 60 minutes okay because it's and a long game for everyone to be playing i think it might even be 65 yeah yeah i feel like um, you need a lot of time for four well people. you always go to the time <laughs> basically sure. the but rules of upf is that the person with the most life mm -hmm. at the end of the time, there's like, it goes to turns, meaning the person finishes their last turn. Mm -hmm. And then everyone gets a turn around to no. them. No. <laughs> oh. Whoever has the most life at the end of their turn wins. Oh, when it goes to turns, it's just whoever's turn it is finishes and then that's it? Or does anyone else get another turn? No, that's it. Okay. Interesting. Um, and then if there's a tie, mm -hmm. whoever... Anybody who takes life dies. Oh, it's like sudden death. It's sudden in death. In a tie. Interesting. Okay. Uh, uh, if there's a tie, it goes to sudden death. If anyone takes life, it's immediately out. Um, and anyone who gains life immediately wins. Okay. Um, Weird rules, but I guess it's like how you have that's to... That's how like it works. And this is the thing is that the judge rules of this are so complicated. And I'm not... Again, I don't want to come off like I'm like scolding. I just want more people to play the game. Mm -hmm. And I think having stuff like this be worked out uh would yeah, be helpful yeah. for making people not think of it as like a silly thing with no stakes or no fun you know what yeah I mean? yeah because this was a something that didn't feel very good um but i actually didn't know because in baltimore <laughs> that wasn't the rule oh yeah they let us finish yeah someone yeah. was saying at our table like oh yeah the person with the most life wins uh -huh. um which I was like, oh, that's good. I'm Yoji. I'm life yeah, game Yoji. Yeah. Um, but then that wasn't how it worked. I had to like actually kill them all. And all the games weren't two hours. Jeez, it okay. took forever. That's why I was like so late to the party afterwards. Oh, yeah. Everyone was at, everyone else who was at uh, the calling was at dinner and you were like nowhere to be found. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Do you think that was because the rules had changed or the judges were just like not quite sure how to enforce it and they were trying to have it people actually <laughs> end the games or... I don't know. Yeah, um, I've I've talked to some of the judges about it, and it seems like there's just like not a lot of training yeah. around UPF, and it's sort of people are winging it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like honestly, they all kind of acted like uh, you know, like kind of like I don't know. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Unsure. So um, that's not great. Um, but it's not their fault. Um, right. I think there are a lot of rules that are just like aren't written for this. You know, like we've we're both judges. Yeah. yeah. And I, there's not anything about UPF like yeah, in I mean, the terminant I've, rules. I've read the like procedure tournament procedure and policy cover to cover. I've read the comprehensive rules cover to cover and like I guess it it technically like 
the rules are worded in a way of like multiple opponents but like the actual like weirdness of like how a game of upf plays out and like what you can target and like who you can attack and stuff i don't actually know how those rules work even though i'm a level one judge (laughs) so it's kind of how it goes anyway so the second round i win so i'm one one Um, so you've won a you've won a pod and then you also and i would assume that you would be like getting a place it's like you were in second place so in the pod. An, that's an interesting thing is that there as as far as i can tell you lose there is no placing in the yeah. pod um so but what i found out at the end because i the top pod was two two o's mm-hmm. a one one and an o two yeah and the reason is is because the way the pods are created in gym is as the table numbers, as if it was a regular mm-hmm. bl- like battle hardened. Yeah. So yeah. there was three one ones, mm-hmm. and then in any other battle hardened, one of them would be pared down, and the seat seating doesn't matter. Like okay. all the one ones are seated on one side, and the the seat of where that O two would be doesn't matter. Yeah. So. In this case, it absolutely does matter. Because you got pared <laughs> down and then you weren't in the top pod. One of the one ones should have been in the top pod. Mm-hmm. So I would have had a chance at the gold foil. Instead, a person with O2 ha- did, had a chance at the gold foil. Everyone in the top two pods was a little annoyed about at this. Yeah, yeah. And it caused kind of a commotion, started a lot of problems. The judges had to run to talk to SEG Con. SEG couldn't do anything about it because they're not allowed to change things in gem because that's tournament fraud yeah because you said um, when it happened everyone was like oh that's incorrect right like nobody was like oh yes i made it they were all like, everyone this including is wrong. the judge thought that that was wrong yeah and because like what sense does but that make? you can't yeah. yes but again that's how gem works and you can't change it right and so the problem is is that which there, makes sense there isn't there isn't and yeah and again no hard feelings to especially any of the judges mm-hmm. who are all doing a fantastic job one of them knows who they are i know they listen to the show hmm. um, oh, cool. <laughs> um and you know beautiful stuff it was a great time it was it was a little bit of a sour note for me yeah, yeah and because i think that me or the other person who was in the the second pod should have had a chance there i yeah. think everyone agreed on that mm-hmm. um so this is just a plea to lss yeah uh, i know that there's already been like letters written like people people do know about this and know that it needs to be handled it's yeah, just yeah. like a whole thing but i it's hard for me to imagine because it's like commander tournaments are run so I like so. there I must be much about software for like yeah, yeah. figuring this out like how a fucking like four person tournament should be run. yeah i think gem is not in-house from what i understand right it's like they've, right. they hired a company to make it so i'm sure like it's a lot of process to be like telling them what they need and then waiting for it to come back and then like seeing if it works and they can't I don't know. It seems right. it seems really complicated. Yeah, and it was also annoying because I won my second that's the last pod too. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, I feel like I could have won. Sure. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah, that's really that's a really annoying. Especially knowing that they were playing by the life gain rules. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, with, with life gain rules, you had the best deck. How many other Yojis were there playing total? I don't know. Like at this, <laughs> I, I didn't like count. Oh, I, I know there was a couple other yeah, Yojis, yeah. but uh, how many people were playing in this side event total? How was I supposed to know? You didn't know, but it was like big enough that you didn't. It wasn't like there were eight of you. It was like kind eight, of a lot. Eight of me, what? Like eight people? No, well, no, it was a whole row. Okay, it was like, like a lot of I don't know, probably fifty. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I just want to say, all this aside, get into UPF. Like, mm-hmm. if you can, it looks fun. check it out. And I think more people will now because of 
the next thing we're going to talk about. Yes, yes. Which is Round the Table. Mm-hmm. Round the Table was finally announced. Uh, they had it at Nationals. Uh-huh. Um, and I wasn't allowed to look at it because it said Ira on the back. Yeah, yeah. Um, if only you've been able to, s- to spot that. Because you looked at it and then you were like, oh, yeah, the lady I took it back. I looked at it in my hands. And then, yeah, Francesca was like, oh, actually, we can't. <laughs> yeah, we met Francesca. Who, Fran- Fran- Francesca? I'm not sure. Fra- Francesca. I think that's her name. Yeah. Um, who's the North American OP head mm-hmm. um and she was so sweet really cool person um and she had the box of it and mm-hmm. uh it, there was nothing in it though um mm-hmm. it w- was just empty so i didn't see the mat and i didn't see the decks but i i did see the box and then when i tried to read the box she was like oh don't look <laughs> um so i didn't get to know that until it was actually officially announced yeah, yeah but um it was uh very cool and i think that the product is very cool it does look very cool it looks like yeah, because we definitely had the theory. I, I I think we said it on the show at some point that we knew the professor was making a product for them that wasn't like a box, and we knew he was the most down on the Dory vs. Reinar classic battles. So it made total sense that it would be some kind of like casual intro kind of product for the game that yeah. would be like a thing you could buy to play with your friends that was like hit the mark better I mean, than I, Dory vs. Reinar. I think I thought that I think a lot of people not myself included until james white said it's not the pve product right that it would be the pve product oh yeah um, I, I i've uh, i'm not holding out hope that it comes out this year because they basically were like oh no it wasn't it's gonna come out this year what's that james white said it wasn't gonna come out this year right yeah yeah so i didn't i didn't think it would he did say it would come out this year last year and then that's why i thought it would be that it was a fair uh, <laughs> a fair assumption <laughs> but it isn't so yeah. but this is very cool i think the cards look like great upf cards mm-hmm. uh melody looks extremely op um <laughs> if you can set up well i guess it depends because like the combo people are talking about where you make a bunch of like silver and gold and stuff to draw a million cards this is to do the what is it called final act the final act where yeah. you it gets plus two for each card in your pitch zone or something mm-hmm. um people are sort of theorizing a combo where you like make a make a million it's like, not a theory it's definitely possible yeah it's but, like but, but i'm just saying we don't know if that's what her deck will do in the UPF, like, pre-con. This is Final Act, by the way. Final Act, yeah. Um, take a look at it. Take a look. Uh, you can... You get plus X, where X is twice the number of cards in all pitch zones. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what you mean. Um, well, I'm just saying that the way to make an attack for, like, 30 is to have a ton of cards in your deck that make silver and gold and stuff, and mm-hmm. then pitch a ton of blues and then play it. But we don't know how close to that her deck can get i guess we wh- what cards do we know that are in this deck? uh yeah we got um interlude lots of coppers are being made yeah, yeah how you get that many cards you know like it depends how many blues she has in the deck like if she has it's enough all blues so yeah. far a ton of it is all the songs are blue mm-hmm. um and they're easy to play like my guess is she'll attack for like 14 uh, on average not be like like it's not going to be like the full potential of this card. Well, this is kind of how Guinness works now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it makes it's a draw a gazillion cards. Ooh, what if what if people not Melody but Guinness is the build for uh, for Final Act? We can't play it. Oh, it, it's, it's Bard, Bard and Merchant. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> I take it back. Uh, but you can make a copper every turn. Yeah. Target opposing hero chooses and creates a might, quicken, or vigor token. You create a copper token. Go again. Yeah. So, you you know, every turn you can make a copper. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to pitch four to draw a card, right? Yeah. 
So, I don't know. It seems pretty doable. You can, you can get close, yeah. Maybe you can't do 29 damage. That's my guess. Not 29, but, but you like could 15. Do, yeah, that's a, big, that's a big final act. You'll definitely close the game out um, with that if you, if you get to. Yeah, but you're kind of going to see a tar- target on your back. But I feel like it's probably balanced, especially considering the way... Um, the way Professor likes to play after watching a lot of shuffle up and plays. Yeah, yeah. You know, it seems like he's okay with someone being the target, but it's like hard because her her songs are so good for you. You want might want to keep her around. Yeah, yeah. If she's helping um, you, yeah, it feels like she'll be like not doing that much until she pops off with final act because her none of her cards attack. Yeah, she doesn't attack, and her weapon, if you attack with it, gets destroyed. <laughs> So yeah, you compare you that to Ira. It's like Ira is going to be... Wait, what is Melody's hero ability again? I forget. Do we know? Yeah, of course. Okay. It says, whenever you play a song, create a copper tokens equal to the number of other heroes in the oh, game. Oh, that makes a lot. You play a song, <laughs> you, get, you get three. Yeah, yeah. So you'll be you'll have a lot of copper. You'll have a lot of fucking copper. And if you are if you wear the crown, you'll have a gold. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you, you got 20 life. Royal, royal Blitz Melody. I don't know. It could be real. It could be, you can, uh, yeah, you can't wear, uh, you can't wear silver palms though. Yeah. Not a merchant. You're um, barred. But it's a fun idea. Um, I, I love especially all the stuff that, uh, that, um, what's his name? Brevant got? Bre- Brevant. Yeah. I don't think I'll, I'm not sure I'll play Brevant, but I love his weapon. I love, uh, the idea of chivalry. Oh yeah. You can have, uh, um, you can defend someone else with them. You can defend any hero, so right. not just diagonally. Yeah. So yeah. another thing, if you've never played P, um, UPF, is that you can only hit or interact or target. Mm-hmm. No, notably. <laughs> um, oh, target! If it just like deal d- damage, like you if can't, you're you can't send r- rune chance diagonally. Right. Okay. Um, Makes sense. But if you kill the person to your left, then you can target that other person. Then because then they're to your left. Yeah. But now you can protect anybody. Okay. And that's really cool. And I think that you, if you can do that, you can reinforce the line too. Okay. Could but you not I'll, normally reinforce the line on other people? You can't reinforce the line on on cards that are played by the diagonal person. Okay. Interesting. Um, but if you can block for anybody with this and the protect keyword allows you to do that, um, you should be able to reinforce the line. I forget if that says action card. Uh, reinforce the line is an attack action card specifically. Target defending attack action card gets plus four. Is it? Yeah. Okay, then you can't because it's a block card. Yeah, it's not. It's not. An, it's not an attack action. That it's not an. It's not an action at all. It's simply a block. Oh yeah, the, a new a new card keyword. A new block. card. It's not even a keyword. It's just a type. Right. No, not yeah. Not a keyword. A type it's, of card is a block. It's a bobble. It's a titan. It's a titanium blob blobble mm-hmm. with a weird keyword on it. Yeah. Um. So I think this card, this whole set is very cool. Mm-hmm. Um. I love that we're getting weird Teclavasan things in here i wonder if these will be also in in bright lights yeah some of them they seem different enough that like like the the gun i think is going to be different and some of them like are you think this won't be in bright lights i think i think it'll be something different yeah because like some of the equipment that's interesting i that's just my guess yeah why um some of the some of the other equipment is like worded as like caring about how many heroes are in the game so i think like and also Professor Tech Lavison has like a slightly different um, text to regular Tech Lavison, so yeah, I think it's just all going to be its own 
thing. And I think because people sort of talked about like how it, it is a little weird to have like a YouTuber become a Blitz hero in Flesh and Blood. But this is like it's only for UPF and it's kind of a reskin of an existing hero. So it's like it's not really like a unique like it is a, a mechanically unique hero, but there's no reason to play it outside of UPF. So it doesn't really change like the main game. But who cares? Yeah, I mean, it, I don't really care. But like, it. Uh, people don't always like it when you go like universes beyond with your stuff. It's you not know? a universes beyond. He's no. one of the guys who made the thing. I know, but I if mean, if James White was a hero, it wouldn't be weird, would it? I don't if know. There was a, if if James White was a wizard or something, and he, <laughs> he had his like face. Yeah, uh, that'd be cool. That'd be fun. Yeah, no, I'm I don't s- think people would uh, be. Mad. I don't think it matters. I don't know. People have weird sensitivities about shit that I don't. They did understand. make that one that was like the the, the Rudy is a hero. The guy's daughter, right? The, yeah, uh, but that's not really in the game. It's not quite like real. You can't get that card. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the same is true about Rudy. Yeah, yeah. Rudy, Th- you can't this really is get literally either. in the fucking game. So yeah, but I I think it's like I don't know. He's a guy. Yeah, it just it's just, it just a looks, guy. It just looks like a guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's it's definitely minor. I don't think it's a big deal. Well, I think we've talked about this before. Uh, I'll I'll keep this up. Um. I think we talked about this before, but like, I'm not conceptually against universes beyond as a concept. Yeah. Even for flesh and blood. I know some people are allergic to it, but I really think it's because of like, I I feel like people are burned by what is very clearly cash grabby behavior from Watsy. Yeah. I was going to say, um, wizards of the coast. Um, when it's a cash grab and it's something like Transformers that's just stupid. Wake, walking Dead doesn't, or whatever. Yeah, Walking Dead. When it's really lame and doesn't make any sense. When, when it, it was Lord of the Rings, people were like, this is kind of cool because it kind of fits. Exactly. And it's like, you, you, you know, I feel like people just like don't have a real, like people have very bad media literacy in sure. general yeah. um, or just general material analysis. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the thing is, is that if you stop and think about it, the reason that Walking Dead sucks, but Lord of the Rings magic set is kind of sick mm-hmm. is because there's a direct lineage between mm-hmm. the inspirations of what magic began as mm-hmm. and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, absolutely. Because they, you know, D&D and Lord of the Rings were what they were inspired by, you know, mm-hmm. a, 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 to a large extent, they were aping those things. Yeah. So getting sort of knighted by their own influences is spiritually aesthetically however you want to say it like mm-hmm. it, it correct com- it comes full circle and it feels good and it feels natural mm-hmm. um and that is very wishy-washy it's hard to say and it is very subjective and i'm sure there's people who didn't like lord of the rings either or, or D or the baldur's gate one yeah, or whatever yeah. um but i think those are much more well received because it is of those ins- same inspirations. They're from the same well of inspiration, and and there's an homage to the thing that they mm-hmm. were taking from. Um, yeah, exactly. It comes full circle. So mm. I, personally, I think if they ever did want to go outside of Wraith mm-hmm. and go into Lordran, mm, or yeah, or you know, or or um, you know uh, the lands between or some some sort of from soft thing or one of the other things that they're clearly very inspired by yeah they've never actually mentioned that but i assume they are seems um, like it's pretty likely i, I don't, don't think that to me that would not i would not be 
I wouldn't be allergic to that. I would mm-hmm. I would love to see something like that or Berserk specifically. Yeah, yeah. Um, like if you could get obviously Mira is dead, but like if you could get like some some artists like that to do work, a secret layer type stuff. Like those concepts are not bad. Mm-hmm. The concepts mm-hmm. that Magic came up with to like w- collaborate with people to make interesting new things that are from other properties are not bad ideas. It's just when they do things that are clearly like, let's get this fandom, let's get this cash grabby yeah, yeah. fandom. And it feels incongruous with the identity of the game. Uh, yeah. is when people feel like they're being betrayed. Yeah. And also when your game just starts feeling like watered down and it feels like there's nothing that's actually like core to its own identity or aesthetic and everything sure. is just being pulled in. Like, And that's why I don't think that they should and wouldn't do that for the next 10 years. Probably. It'll be a long time before like even in anything like I, th- I think something like a secret layer. I mean, I would it's hard to imagine it wouldn't be popular if they were just like get cool art of like sink below. They already I guess they like come close to that with stuff like the Sigil of Solace promo or like the Fate for Scene promo. The like alternate art versions of those cards that are staples. Um, but they give them away in a very specific way, not just like sell them in a pack for 40 bucks. But I think if they did something well, those like are that, just different arts. Yeah. Right. I mean like those aren't like references or collaborations with different artists or, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, different. I hate calling it property, but different, different like media universes in, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's just different art. Um, yeah, they've never done anything like directly influenced, but I feel like there's lots of cards that are referenced. Like the name of that ninja is um, that that old man ninja is um, Marita, uh-huh. which is literally a, ca- a Karate Kid actor. It's a real guy. Yeah, Pat, yeah. Pat Marita. Uh-huh. Um, like yeah, they, they just do stuff like that. They reference stuff, and that yeah. they're huge nerds like everyone else who plays the damn game. So mm-hmm. I I don't I'm not, I don't think it's I don't think it's a bad idea. I'm not allergic to the idea that stuff from outside the world is in the world. Totally. Um, um, it just has to be done tastefully and with care. And as we know, LSS, that's what they do. They care very much. They're all about taste. They're yeah. all about taste mm-hmm. and care and putting a lot of refinement mm-hmm. into their work. Um, so I, I, I'm, I don't care about that. Yeah. Um, but that's but why I'm do you think plasma pistol uh, will be different? Um, do you think it's just, it feel this particular gun seems to, uh, to underpowered? What do the other equipments do like to the plasma pistol? I forget. Uh, yeah. so there's Evo rapid fire Trans- that, uh, it gets go again. Techlo blaster attacks gain go again. I guess this could just be what the equipment is for tech It's It's totally possible. It would just considering that all these the- are rares. Just considering all the that all the other heroes have wildly different stuff, like Ira has some weird tiger stuff, like she has new feet that make tigers, and Bravant has like guardian yeah, stuff that she still has Edge of Autumn. Do we know that? I think so. Says who? Great point. Uh, people I are th- people are. Ass- <laughs> I, th- I thought they did. I think people were guessing because Ira doesn't have a cold foil, and so they're like, it's probably Edge of Autumn. Uh, Edge of Autumn cold foil. Well, no, that it's, it wouldn't be cold foil because that already exists and they don't reprint cold foils. So, like, the other weapons... Actually, that's probably... that. Now that I think about it, is perfect evidence. If the other three weapons in this set are in cold foil, 
Like, Ooh, that is a great reason to think that. they're going yeah. to give the gun or whatever it is from Bright Lights as an armory promo. Because we- new token weapons from draft sets are always armory promos. And I've been saying that this hero, this version of Teclavison is not a reskin. It's like Dorinthia Quicksilver. Yeah. And she didn't get Cold Foil Dawnblade. She got Dawnblade Resplendent. Right. Cold Foil. Yeah. It's like sort of a way of skirting around where or uh, same with bone basher where it's like bone basher is romping club minus the extra text like right. minus the effect it's also simpler it's it's more it's more simple yeah maybe this one is more simple than the other one um but yeah i think that would be my evidence which i th- i'm pretty sure that the other weapons can come in cold foil i think that's people's evidence for ira having edge of autumn is that it's it said there's three cold foil weapons or is like there kadachi cold foil in welcome to wraith uh no i think it was an armory promo like welcome to wraith <laughs> era armories you could get Dawnblade and anothos and kadachi damn i don't think they're that expensive sure they're sure. only hundreds of dollars yeah i don't know well also you have to get the the reverse one cold foil as well so that needs to be in crew first edition right <laughs> you to have get. to well if you're gonna have one why not have the other why not <coughs> um but yeah i i do still wonder if like some of these cards mechanical strength apocalypse automation um, yeah, some well, of we had some interesting questions. I still don't know the answer to this question. We actually we've talked about this in private, but not online. Oh yeah, uh, I asked it on Twitter, but nobody really understood what I was talking about. But you brought up that this card says play only if you have one more Evo equipped. So if you have an Evo, it attacks up to X target opposing heroes, where uh-huh. X is the number of Evos you have equipped. So it attacks a target targeting. Uh, opposing hero mm-hmm. the thing is, is if you play it and someone has an arclight sentinel out can you target it and if you can target it and if you must target it yeah, yeah. does it also hit an opposing hero yeah i have no idea how that would work like because it's able if it's able to attack <laughs> heroes multiple times but you must choose it well actually now i think it now i think about it maybe it would just fizzle because if you target arclight sentinel you close the chain so none of the attacks even if you could attack multiple people with it that would all fail to resolve because the whole attack fails to resolve because you attacked spectra every other attack that every separate instance of the attack that's just my guess is because it's like the way it basically someone asked and joshua scott said they all happen simultaneously okay but wouldn't that be different like different instances of an attack or just just that one yeah, I, I would be curious. I'd be very curious on the ruling of that. Yeah, that's interesting because it's like I would think of it as like an attack trigger. Maybe like that's how the game will treat it is like when you attack, it also targets other heroes at the same time. And if you never get to your attacking step because it fizzles. I don't know. I assume they'll put out a whole rules like reprise about this because yeah, I honestly well, have no that, idea. That's what's what's what I'm so happy about around the table is that they have to put out a rules reprise of UPF. Yeah. And yeah. Which is like so necessary. And totally. they've been yeah, yeah. unable to get to it because you know, they're very busy and it's like a very small team and I'm not mad about it or anything, mm-hmm. but it <laughs> yeah. it does seem like you should have done that if we're putting on tournaments at this point. Sure. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, this will, I'm sure be many people's first introduction to UPF and get way more people to play it and maybe even get stores to do like events where it's like around the yeah. table armory. Where I it's know. Like I'm two very excited. I love UPF. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, it's so fun. Everybody. I got to tell you, it's so fun. Okay. So let's get to, the main thing everyone is excited about, we have had uh, Bright Light spoilers, um, which we saw last time we talked about Bright Lights. We just saw the new hero, Teclovison, Extemed Magnate, mm-hmm. and his power, which is slightly different than Professor. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and uh, the proto-base arms and this censored head and stuff. But now we uh, got a bunch of new stuff. Um, so I think the first one we got was I it was think, smashing performance. Smashing performance. The very first one. Um, which item hate as the first spoiler in a yeah mech a, set. a set with like fifty items. Yeah, yeah. You might <laughs> uh, want to destroy these sometimes. I think it's important to destroy these, especially if you're a brute. I like that brute has seems to have a better time with destroying them. Yeah. Because uh, especially in this like death mat flavor where it's like you can imagine the mech mechanologist like running around like <laughs> setting up stuff and then <laughs> the brute just being like fuck this i hate this yeah it's funny because it's like why can bravo not destroy an item is he like he gets too overwhelmed i'm sure he will yeah i, I feel like the theming is that like brutes are the dumb ones so they see an item and they aren't intimidated they just smash it so maybe right. maybe like bravo sees like a mech like like the plasma purifier, like the chamber, is kind of like an add-on to a gun. So he like sees someone like powering up their gun, and he just gets scared. But a brute feels no fear because they don't care and they just smash yeah, it. They're fools. Yeah. Um. So this is a three for six. It says when this attacks, draw a card, then discard a random card. If a card with six or more is discarded this way, destroy uh, a random item in the arena. It's functionally a yellow smash instinct mm -hmm. uh, with more text on it, and it doesn't block. It doesn't block. Yeah. Um. Which everyone is so mad about. I want to block. Um, blocking, I mean, blocking is good, considering we've had a meta. I've heard blocking for months is now pretty good. With uh, disgusting on hits constantly peppering <laughs> people. It's good to be able to block. But, uh, you know, I, I think that like Smashing Good Time, mm -hmm. it's a card that you put in there when you think you're going to face a dash or someone who has a lot of items. Yeah. And it's like, it's yeah, and fine. Like, I don't get you, we would Not every card needs to be a, you know, put... Uh, three of of it in your deck every single time like yeah. this is a sideboard card for a specific hero you would definitely want this i promise you w when bright lights It'd comes probably out be good, yeah. and there's 50 items on the, on the yeah. board or if, whatever. if this blocked three it would be like so easy to include it might just be a fine like resource and block card anyway and then you would just have upside well, against every, certain like, matchups. like i was saying well i mean smash and sync does have intimidate on mm -hmm. the card yeah um, which is good which is good um but and you don't have to discard for it mm -hmm. um so i get why it's not super powerful it's not the best card brute has for sure mm -hmm. but i do think you'd run this in, in against if dated all becomes if your opponent has a great item out and you want to destroy it like attacking for six and destroying it and maybe intimidating is really good yeah um so I like it. Plus, we get Cox. This yeah. guy's name is Cox. Yeah, I want to learn more about Cox. I love Cox. He he loves main. the scent of blood. Yeah, uh, and he is the he's the rise of a new champion. Um, mm -hmm. Kel from Red Zone Rogue has a theory that Deathmatch will be like Everfest. Uh huh. Like it'll be a like a brute focused Savage Lands focused set, mm -hmm. like the way Everfest is an Aria focused set. Um, but it'll have everyone's class cards. You know, it'll have a bunch of class cards. It's a fun theory, yeah. Everybody, I like that. Theory. Like everyone will be going to the death match or something, or like Every, different heroes I'd will be, be going there. to the death match. Yeah, yeah. Um, eyes beheaded. To the death match, but <laughs> I, I wonder. <laughs> he's doing great. I hope so. He's having, yeah. Bam Bam's having a good, good yeah, old yeah. time with an arrow in his head. Yeah, um, he's unfazed. He is unfazed. You, he only can punch for six. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I think that. Uh, I think that's a fun theory, and I think that we will get some sort of Savage Land set. I wonder if the plan is to do 
a brute draftable set mm-hmm. um and then a brute themed like the way we had tales of aria and then mm. everfest oh yeah um be a, a lot of brute. and then and then a expansion set mm-hmm. um i mean it was a lot of aria yeah um starvo yeah yeah <laughs> get a reinar starvo <laughs> reinar <laughs> of the deathmatch or something yeah. deathmatch reinar Death that'd be Mach cool when he's got a big helmet on or something yeah yeah that'd be fun um i i think that's possible i feel like they are trying to do four sets four draftables or maybe three draftables and one supplemental yeah. or expansion set didn't they say that's like their ideal is uh mm-hmm. wait are they called expansion sets now expansion set. okay i feel like even lss sometimes calls them supplemental they forget sometimes it's hard to so change, it's hard to keep track um, it's officially expansion sets yeah 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 they said that like their ideal would be three draft sets and one expansion yeah. per year and we're getting two draft sets in a row which is unprecedented like after bright lights the next set is also a draft set that's so what they're saying maybe they're sort of like stepping into those waters and that's why i think the uh expansion slot is so useful because it like lets them treat this like an expansion set but also be a draft set. And it's just like, you get these cards, you can't draft them, set them aside, right. and then draft the normal mech and, cards. And I, and I don't think that uh, people have been worried about the price of these cards. Um, I do think that. People have been, you haven't heard the, the fears? No, no, I'm saying. People okay. have been, oh, yes, yes. People have been afraid. Um, and my f- feeling is these will just be about as the same pull rates as any other majestic like yeah you, i think if you open a box of everfest how often do you get a revel right i just opened a box of everfest yesterday i didn't get a revel i didn't get a swarming gloom veil yeah how many m's are in this at like 60 or 70 or something like it's not that much but it's no? okay. it's a lot and and you don't get one every box right you will probably a specific get one yeah yeah so to get three of i would assume these will be the same price as those cards <laughs> And f- when Viscerai was very good, uh, those cards were like $15. Sure. Yeah, and, yeah. And that is expensive for something you need three of for. And sure, but like... Yeah. Codex of Frailty was forty, like $45 <laughs> at its yeah. height. Uh, and like Warm how many times do you open currently. a box of Outsiders and get one Codex of Frailty? Um, yeah. Often But enough. I think that because this is a draftable set, we are going to see way more of them opened. Yeah. Um, and so it will be even cheaper than that, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends on how many we end up seeing, like how many cards are actually in the expansion slot. But my guess is not, like you're saying, not that many. Like, we've I seen think we're probably seeing all of the ones. Yeah. Like the, we're going to see them all by before. By this weekend, we will see the wizard one and mm-hmm. the guardian one. Wait, have we seen the guardian one? Not that I know of. No. no. Um, yeah. You, so you think like one card for each class and then it looks like there's a couple. You can get tunic in this slot. So there's going to be some reprints. So well, we know there's one, right? We know there's one. <laughs> Maybe it's just tunic. Um, could be just tunic. It could, could be command be and conquer or something. Um, I don't see why they do that, but yeah, command and conquer. I didn't, who knows, but um, yeah, like we're, it's probably one for each class that's not in the set. So, and then if there's reprints, like maybe at most there's like 15 to 20, like I'm 20 ex- would be the ultimate max. I'm excited to see. Um, oh, wait, so does it say on the website? Maybe it says on the product sheet and we're just, Oh, it says on the product sheet, how many expansion slot cards there are uh yes let's Let's check let's let's take a look here i'm gonna turn this off so that uh it's not annoying but on the product (laughs) oops on the product sheet it does say well actually i don't know let's see it says we're leaning in like our we're squinting yeah yeah. um one fabled seven legendary 46 majestics rares blah 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 
tokens, marbles. Token slash expansion slot, one per pack. The expansion slot may include content that expands any class or talent. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't actually say how many there are. But it doesn't say how many there are, but we'll know eventually. Uh, one thing that they mentioned in the Bright Lights uh, spoilers mm-hmm. is that um, there would be uh, expanding the story within the wider world of Wraith. Um, right, yeah. And we haven't seen anything like that. Um, so I'm I'm very curious as to what that would be. I mean, my my initial assumption with that was that it just meant like stuff that's not necessarily happening in this set because beforehand, like, hello, cat, <laughs> you trying to be on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Colette is on the show now. Um, like you know, once it was like a monarch set, it was like they were all <laughs> it's okay, Colette. Every every card and like event was in was like in. The story of Monarch. No, I know, but it says expand the tournament card pool of classes and or talents outside the core focus of the product, which is what I think we're seeing now. Mm -hmm. And then also says expand the story within the wider world, the story within the wider world of Wraith. And that feels like something else. Maybe it could be distinct. Yeah. Like not just meaning like we're going elsewhere, but it's like something like cards that are not, especially because it says the tournament card pool and then it says the story so is They're it like different things the story yeah. card pool like i don't know something like Corsham or something weird that's like not really meant to be like a super playable tournament card but is meant to be fun i was thinking they'd be some sort of weird like serialized <laughs> story <laughs> cards or something that like aren't even playable yeah that'd be cool too um, that'd be fun if it's just some kind of like that's actually a really weird interesting collectible idea. card yeah, like a full art card that's just like an event happening but it's not a card you can play it'd be weird yeah i'd I'm very curious to see what they mean by that, if anything. Don't knock anything over, cat. The cat's making a mess. She wants um, to be on the show. So what we've seen is classified files. We have expansion files. And then everything else is called classified files. So uh, they release a really weird article, very in theme, yeah, called in Bright Light Spoilers. And it says, v- greetings valued new employee 5245. And I'd love to know if that number means something. <laughs> um, my, my, uh, was uh, it 0451? Yeah, 0451 brain is like clicking with that thing. Uh-huh. Um, but it says that we're going to learn about the world around us and be logged into this database. Um, so we're giving a tour and they just granted ac- us access for files uh, that are expansion files. Uh-huh. And then we won't know what the other three different types of files are mm-hmm. un- until, uh, <laughs> gosh, Colette is making such a mess. Yeah. Um, I guess we can, we can count here how many like spoilers we're getting. Oh, and two of them are hero reveals. Like, Oh, right here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're getting Majin Bay is doing something, which I assume will be a wizard. <laughs> and then Team 12. Covenant is doing something, which I f- assume is a runeblade. Um, or it could be generic, but yeah, pro- probably runeblade. Well, because Zack is all about runeblade. He's, he's like a, he's big a big briar head. Big viscera head. And yeah, vis- yeah. viscera head. Excuse me. Right. And then three Sorry, floating. Zach. Yeah. Um, he, he was a briar head, too. He liked briar. Um, but then we're getting... And then we're getting two We're getting heroes. the heroes. Yeah. So... Yeah, if that's all the expansion slot, like, new cards, then that's 12. And so it's, like, if it's just Tunic, it's 13. Maybe it's, like, a few reprints, and it's 15, so... I still want to know where the Guardian card is. Um, maybe we won't get a Guardian card, or maybe it uh. won't be spoiled. Anyway, and then we're getting three different types of of um, of other files. Uh, I'm, I'm Maybe those days are just, like, the three days of, like, a big spoiler dump where people are, like, constantly yeah, doing... Yeah, like the ones we got, commons yeah, and rares and stuff. Which is probably the truth. 
Um, but who knows? I, but we shall I see. I would love to see some weird kind of story cards like you're theorizing. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, but I think that proves your point that if there's only like 10 new new unique cards in the expansion slot, then even though it's like hard to hit an expansion card, then it doesn't really matter because like if you hit it, it's going to be a majestic or legendary and there's less of them. So in terms of rarity and the fact that they're all class cards, like the cards that are expensive... You know, stuff like Codex of Frailty is more of an exception or like Revel and Runeblood where it's so insanely good that you need to run three. Um, so so I don't think we will need... I do not think that Smashing Performance will be very expensive. I, yeah, think, totally. I think that considering it's... My guess is... And again, I'm not... I don't, not, don't know anything. But <laughs> I, my guess is considering the way Everfest worked, you don't... Get, you get eight M's mm-hmm. per box. A lot of them are stupid that you don't <laughs> want. So I got sure. two. just as an ex- complete example. Last mm-hmm. night I opened a box of Everfest for old time's sake. Cause yeah. I was just wanted to open some packs. Um, you can still get cold foils in there and I got oh, two. Yeah. It's first edition. It's a great time. They're never reprinting it. There's only so many hundreds of thousands of boxes of it out there. Uh, yeah. I got a cold foil stalagmite, mm-hmm. which is, this is not market corner. I'm not giving advice <laughs> or anything, yeah. but it's so fucking cheap. And it's not like they're not going to pr- print an Ice Guardian again. It's one of the best cards they've ever printed. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Uh, and it costs very little money. Mm. Right or you now. can just play it in Starvo in LL format, if nothing else. Like, yeah. Maybe they'll decide Ice Guardian is too good. Like, it's for, for a while, like a couple <laughs> years, maybe. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. Um, they, they said they'll reprint stuff and let you use the cards. So they will let you use the cards. Chain LL'd, and then we got another Shadow Rune Blade that same year. That's true. So I, I, I think it'll be at minimum or at maximum next year we get another ice guardian oh boy that's my personal feeling um yeah that card is insane so, but I, I i just think that they're going to be as easy to hit as an aether wildfire yeah um and that card also is very expensive when it was a staple mm-hmm. um in kano but kano is never so good even yeah. you know I don't think smashing performance will get that high. I think the highest any of these cards will get is 15 to $20 yeah. per piece, which is again, a lot of money for three ofs. You got to pay, you know, 60, $40. Mm. But yeah, it, it gets but diluted. Smashing performance is going to be a $5 majestic. Come on. Let's Probably. not be, let's not be crazy. Yeah. Cause it, they all get diluted down by the fact that they're just for one class. You're going to be like, drafting and you're going to hit this and you're going to be like, wow, who gives a shit? <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, uh, can play this. Unlike this, <laughs> the Tome of Imperial Flame. Yeah, which this is, card is a little silly. Which is Mara's uh, Mara Ferris's spoiler card, which is disgusting. Mm-hmm. I find this card insane. I, it feels so good. I, yeah, just I, on just like read what it says. It costs nothing. Yeah, you play a red starter. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're Dromai. Yeah, you play a red Pretty starter. Good. You have any amount of cards you have an arsenal mm-hmm. you you if you're royal jemai which if you're running this you absolutely should be mm-hmm. i feel like it, it, people were playing royal jemai before yeah just um, to have gold and then they switched off of it to have more block but but it was good it was playable it was it's very playable um and now that if you're running this card obviously you you be royal and then you draw two cards mm-hmm. so it's a free what what other card does this? Well, then you have to pitch two red cards or banish your hand. 
So you no, don't just get to keep the cards in your hand. No, I know. But you're just saying. But then you pitch for nothing. Yeah. Um, you just get to pit for the first time in the entire history of the game. Yeah, you get yeah. to pitch for nothing. It's very cool. The, like a core rule of the game, you can't pitch for no reason. Now yeah. it's like you can pitch. Now you can just pitch nothing. two red cards for no reason. You make two ash. Mm-hmm. You have two floating, <laughs> and you have uh, probably an, at least one other card in your hand. Right. Well, yeah. The, the if you had, if you had two cards, you had two cards in an arsenal. Uh-huh. You still have. A card in an arsenal. It's definitely like people have compared it to Art of War, where it's like a card that doesn't block, and the b- the bigger your hand when you play it, the better off you are. Because like if you play this and just like only are gonna have one card left in your hand, it's harder to like make full use of the resources you can gain. Versus if you play this on a four card or like five card hand, and then can choose which cards to pitch that you don't really want, choose which ones you want to keep. It can let you play like multiple expensive dragons because you can like use the two floating to play a two cost dragon, and then you can pitch into flamescale, make three, play a three cost dragon. You've made three ash. Yeah, it's nuts. So someone was pointing out an emperor or a bill. Yeah, uh, was pointing out that if you have two, if you have this and any other card in emperor, you can play a command and conquer. Yeah, you can. <laughs> if you're running emperor with waning moon, you can play this. Use the two floating. This is an action, so it turns on Waning Moon. Use the two floating to attack for two arcane with Waning Moon. Then pitch a red into Flamescale Furnace, gain three, search your deck for Command and Conquer, and <laughs> attack with it. So it's a uh, eight damage off of like how many cards is that? Like, cause you play this, and it's like if you're and you're just royal, so it's like basically card neutral other than playing this. So by playing this, you get to deal two arcane and then attack with Command and Conquer. Yeah, um, it's a one card command and conquer plus two arcane. Yep. If you have enough reds in your hand, it's crazy. It's this crazy. This card is. I don't know, man. I might have to play Dromai <laughs> or just play Five. I don't know. One's Lexi. Oh LLs. yeah, you can do this with Five. No, no, I'm saying play Five to farm Dromai's. If like if 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 Dromai is this pushed, but you can play this with Five. I don't think it'd be very good. Um, Why not Royal Five? Um, because ninja headpieces are so contested, like mom- mask of momentum or mask of pouncing links are so powerful that it's like giving up a lot to become royal versus just like giving up crown of providence. Um, I mean, you could, so you do this, you draw two cards or one card. You just don't really care about pitching red cards in and five. And then you pitch two red cards. Oh yeah. That would, like, be, that like would be pretty bad. Flamescale yeah. furnace is good. Sometimes when you're like red flooded, it's a Jeremiah card and, a, and an, Emperor it's mostly card, a Jeremiah sure. card. I'm sure people will make weird builds of five with this. And I could be wrong <laughs> that it ends up being good, but that's not what it screams to me. It's more like, I just meant like it's screaming. If it becomes a draw. Me- is about to be a fucking parabolum. If it becomes a draw my meta, I'm playing Phi again. And I'm uh eating up all those tasty dragons. <laughs> Although we'll see. Maybe they just do this and then play three dragons and then even with being able to kill them all with momentum, you're still behind. Yeah. I don't know. But this card is really cool. Um, yeah, very cool design. I, I love whenever they card, print a I card. This card, I think, could... If Maya is already... People are crying about... It, it's really funny because Nationals is over mm-hmm. and um, we're talking... To, so there's nothing to talk about. Um, right, you know, we we have stuff to talk about. Oh, we switched mics. I just noticed. Um, oh, interesting. Uh, there's nothing to talk about because um, we uh, we're just waiting. In we're waiting, and everyone's already been putting out content. Mm-hmm. So there's this sort of like funny thing that happens right before, like between that and Flesh and Blood come or bright, bright Lights coming out. <laughs> everyone's sort of just like. What do we talk about? Ban and suspend is coming up. What are they going to ban? And then everyone just starts p- saying the most 
off the wall like content like engagement farming shit yeah, they're like yeah. they're gonna ban tumble tie. <laughs> yeah yeah like no one i've never heard a single person complain about tumble tie. i mean like if you had to play dramai but yeah. it's not like dramai is like has won any nationals as far as i know I, yeah maybe she won some it's definitely like it was 44 i'm sure she won one but t- like tumble tie is very very far from like a problem card in the meta that one was just i think like about how it feels which like i don't necessarily disagree with like that like angle of just like tumultai is like this one of that can be cast and just like and en- feel like it ends a game if you destroy like storm striders or new horizon or something no totally and it's like it feels bad if there's too much stuff like that in a in a game like i get that it's a card game and like you can win on the spot all the time i've like never a had play. a tumultai feel as bad as like a mech doing that to me consistently with fucking t-bone t-bones sure no one's crying for banning t-bone t-bones can do it yeah yeah and there's also a couple other cards that can do it right it didn't one of the protocols uh uh yeah there's the destroy it it's the um magnetic protocol it's similar to a magnetic shockwave yeah they they must have have a minus one counter on it that doesn't seem that hard it's not that different yeah (laughs) magnetic just like makes them block with it no matter what so Magnetic shockwave can like destroy any blade break armor that your opponent has. With uh, one counters, if able, where X is the number of evos. But how does it destroy it? Well, it just destroys it if you have to block, and it has if if it, if it's blade break. Oh, but it oh like if it's uh, courage temper, of blade hold. Temper then. Like temper or blade break. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Not blade break, just temper. Unless you put a minus one counter on something. Which I don't. Can dash do that? I don't Not think that so. I know of. I mean, anything's possible when this new set. We got these protocols too. They seem cool. And Very again, cool art. this is this is big time. Why I think that uh, we're going to be getting like a big tall mech. Oh yeah. Well, I think Teclavison will play like a guardian. Totally. Way yeah. more than a booster. He wants blues for his hero ability, so that's like Which gar- is guardian or wizard. It seems like he could boost, but none of these none of these cards have had boost. Yeah. And you probably won't want to run many cards that have boost. Um, yeah. It's a question of like how many reds you want to run and how often you want Here's an argument wanna... I've been having with uh, our good friend, David Citrick. Okay. Um, I think that they don't want to print a set that has all three blocks. Uh-huh. So what are they going to do about that? Yeah. It's a really interesting question because like you brought that up at some point and I was like, oh yeah, draft sets always have two blocks that's like the whole thing in draft is that like you're forced to put together a deck where you have like awkward yellows you have two blocks like sometimes you'll have no blocks like if you're in monarch so it's like you know especially like the generics that's the thing is like this is a set with no generics but every other set you're like oh if i get my class cards i can block three usually but if they're generics they block less we actually don't know there won't be no generics we know that it is an all mech set classes but we don't know that there won't be generics that's true you're right there could be could there could be generics there could very well be come to fight in this fucking that's that's totally true yeah we just don't we don't they'll you'll everyone will be able to run all of the cards right that's true i sort of did, did they say everyone can run all the cards or did they actually say it's all mech because i sort of assumed it would be all mech just because of like boosting well, being a thing and they don't want to give like misses but maybe why would like, they not want to give misses it's a draft set i don't know they uh, shouldn't be able to count on boosting every single time that would make it really strong yeah uh it would be insane it would be the obvious thing to do i, I, I guess i'm thinking of it in comparison to aria too where aria has like two generics right, in their true. armor it's all elemental or like earth ice lightning yeah stuff, or that was a class. very uh pushed set 
mm-hmm. um, I, <laughs> I, I would I would assume that there would be well you know also we looked this up and I think even Uprising only has two generic it's like two generics right oh yeah I it forgot it's like trade in there's a uh, sift. Brothers, oh, no, brothers, and there's arms. brothers in arms. There's Fiendel's fighting spirit. There's scar for a scar. Oh yeah, okay. There's some. No, ge- well, there was another. Uh, uh, Outsiders has a ton. It's got a decent amount. Yeah. Um, but Uprising doesn't have a locals. million. Yeah. Um, so I, I I still think there will be generics in the set. I th- I think there yeah, will be. Gen- I think that's generic reasonable. cards. Um, like depending on what hero you are, maybe you'll really dislike them. Like if you're trying to play a boost deck, you're like, I want as many yeah, mech cards as possible. Maybe you won't want to run them. But I, I've, it, it's hard for me to imagine that they're going to do a, a draftable set, a draft booster where you don't have any two blocks. Totally. Yeah. That's like a whole <laughs> thing about drafts. That so. seems really hard to imagine. So David, David's argument is like, if they, make a zero for three and a one for four or actually zero for four. You mean like maybe that will be the thing. Maybe that they'll just be at rate. They'll be below rate if they have boost on them or maybe they won't have boost on them. It's just like David's argument is like, if you give me another zero for four Mm -hmm. and a one for five with boost on it, then dash can have two, you know, well, 18 copies of zero to 60. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you don't need yellow zipper hit anymore. You just run like the one for five that blocks two and yeah, six, yeah, that would be good. Six red zipper hits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's pretty good. And, that the, makes the and that's an interesting, <laughs> that's an interesting argument that they wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting uh, design problem that they have to like make the original dash, not insane. Um, right. Because he's like, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if they, they're two block, I'd put them in my right. deck. And I mean, I don't know that we've seen evidence that they are like swayed by the idea of making OG heroes or like other heroes really powerful. They printed outsiders. They were like, Lexi can run all of these cards. <laughs> she gets three codexes, yeah. dozens more push arrows and also premeditate exists and she gets trench and she already has an insane. I know. Like Dash could just become busted. We don't know. Like Maybe she'll be busted. But uh, yeah, I think that's that to me. I think that they will. My sense mm-hmm. is that they'll be like, whatever, fuck it. We'll just make zero to 60 with two blocks. Yeah, that's definitely possible. And, and it's like when you look back at draftable sets, they've never printed a draftable set that did not produce like like whatever classes or heroes were in that set. The Either a, a, a new hero or just like a class in general became one of the best decks in the format. Like Outsiders, Ranger became the best class in the yeah. format mm-hmm. uprising. You had really five Dromai and Icelander were all like Dromai less so, but Icelander became the best deck and five. It took a bit, but yeah, be- became the best deck and five was so good. It needed bands. <laughs> they had to, <laughs> bands, bands, they had to yeah. ban stubbies and then eventually ban belittle. And then before that you had Briar. Another common band that is just like, whoops. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry that this gains resources for free. Uh, and also <laughs> is a red starter fits in your deck perfectly. Yeah. A blue tutor. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And it's also a red, starter yeah yeah you can, uh, you can effectively fuck, run like five more blues in your deck it's fucked up it's fucked up yeah like the amount of times i would just like go to the bottom of my deck get the same belittle and then pitch it again get same blue minimalism and pitch yeah. it again and it's like man my deck has like 14 blues and it sure doesn't feel like it <laughs> but it also feels like i have 50 reds yeah exactly it was messed up um but yeah that's my point like when they print a whole set's worth of support and i've never printed all one class the set is all mech so it's like, how good does anyone it's mech? A, it's a special occasion because, mm-hmm. it, you know, she's been getting expansions uh, 
cards dri- yeah, yeah. drip drapped throughout the sets from Everfest and uh, Dynasty and no Dust Till Dawn. No card in Dust Till Dawn? Uh, mech? I don't think there were any mech cards no, in that no. set. No. Um, just It was just the classes. The, the four cl- it was Monarch 2, right? Um, um, I mean, Bravo got a card. Like Everyone got like the, the Unity cards. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the there, was, there was no mech But that Unity. wasn't a mech one because they knew Bright Lights was coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's good. I didn't want them to have that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when uh, you block with another card from hand, put a steam counter on fuck something. Fuck you. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, it's been interesting because she's gotten, she's held her own and is sort of a middling hero. So mm-hmm. it makes sense to make Dash really good. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. But I just think that like she will become more in a lane. Like yeah. right now, Dash is a hero who is very versatile mm-hmm. and it's because of how many different things her deck can do. She can like start with an induction chamber and be a, a sort of a fatigue, anti-fatigue person or a fatigue person. Yeah. yeah. She can do, start do with a frog. pounder and, you know, go really fast and, and be an aggro deck mm-hmm. and sort of switch between those mid mid game sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can like change strategies in the game or like depending on what deck you're playing into. And I think that what will happen is the, the 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 point I brought up about Dash is that Dash IO for the reason that regular Dash isn't in this set as mm-hmm. a draftable hero is because she either starting with the item is too good or way too bad. Yeah, because um, we saw Katsu and Azalea in outsiders so we know they're like fine with putting the same hero in a set yeah so we could have just had dash again and be like hey no one really got to draft dash before because of covid so right do it here but yeah it's not dash so it's, it's dash it's, io it's weird to make us give dash the starvo treatment here yeah um unless it's for draft but then i also have which is going to be an adult as well like there's gonna be an adult dash io right david insisted upon that as a concept uh, I did not read that. Yeah, um, I, but I people believe say that. him. I think he's been researching this pretty good. Um, yeah. So I don't know. They um, have yet to print a draft set where there's a hero that you can draft that is only young, except for Benji, obviously, because he's a young only hero. But that was like a weird one where he wasn't a new hero. He well, was I was hero. thinking that this would be a uh, Arachne solitary confinement. Oh yeah, you're right. Type situation uh, th- I'm, I'm wrong solitary confinement also counts where a it's version of it's Arachne. a dash oh sorry um, uh it's a dash that uh, has yeah a solitary confinement where it's like only yeah, only so a wrong. new thing um I, I don't know where it says that she's an adult hero for sure um if that's true um david yeah. seemed very confident i have not seen that confirmed um yeah what does it say in the product sheet about the heroes does it say anything or like tokens or whatever well i'm sure there will be three uh adult heroes for sure mm, but we, you don't know but if it's what dash if it's IO. not dash io sure it's possible um <coughs> i don't know um i'm gonna look it up as we continue talking yeah let's find out um but yeah so there's a lot of there's a lot of questions but I just think that they won't. Does this? What the hell? It doesn't say dash anywhere in the dang thing. <laughs> I guess not. Oh. The this article that announced booster. 
Uh, now it's flesh and I, I blood. I think that the art says dash io in the bottom right corner, but it's not like searchable. You see, that says dash io, and then that says. So I don't know. I I don't know if if, the, if they've said that dash is an adult hero. Mm-hmm. I I don't think that that's confirmed as mm. far as I can tell. Um, there will be three heroes. I've heard that. Um, I have not heard that dash io is confirmed that way. So we'll see. Mm. Um, but I think to me, if it, uh, please write in the comments, if I'm wrong, that, uh, if there, if yeah, dash yeah. io is an adult hero, if she is, then I don't know what the hell, if she isn't, that makes a lot more sense to me that she's in a sure. solitary confinement type situation. And that like regular something dash, tuned for the draft format or whatever. Yeah. And then regular this, dash would be the one that gets pumped and yeah. cracked. Um, we'll see though. Yeah. I mean, I think like you were, because it's an all mech set, it's like, what we kind of know is that there are pseudo archetypes, like pseudo talents in the set where there's cards where you're like, Oh, this isn't really meant for tech Lovison, or this isn't really meant for dash. And you can still run it and block with it and pitch it and whatever. Yeah. Maybe even play it, but it just doesn't synergize with your hero ability. So maybe the way that they're, they're like balancing around the fact that it's, a million new mech cards is that like two thir- two thirds of them wouldn't be good in OG dash really because they're like for a specific hero and then like maybe some of the new weapons and equipment will also work better with new dash so it's like you can still play old dash and she'll get some new cards but a lot of the cards will be sp- like specifically good for new dash or for Teclovison or whatever and so it's like I feel like they, 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 they focus on doing a lot of like side grade type stuff. Like they, they silo assassins like that where there's contract and stealth and like they're slowly building each one up, but it's like a very bisected card pool yeah. where it's like running both in your deck is anti-synergistic to some extent. Like exactly. st- stealth in a regular Arachne or contract in Uzuri are like splashing something in that doesn't synergize with your hero, but it's just a good card maybe that you want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it'll be like that with the new mech cards. Like some of them you'll be like, I'm going to run this in OG dash anyway, even though it's not like synergistic. Like I can't do the extra effects because Lexi did do that with aim counters. So like a lot of those arrows that Lexi runs happily want to have an aim counter to get plus one and she never gives them one. And it doesn't really matter. Like infecting right. shot is still good. Falcon it's wing is still, still very good. good. Yeah. So it could be that kind of situation where it's like, in hindsight, it will look half-hearted, but they're like, no, Dash, don't run this. It's only one above rate. And she's like, that's fine. I'll add it to my deck. You're like, don't run this item. It's only, it doesn't work with that pistol. And it's like, <laughs> it's still good. I'm it's still going to run it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, so let's get into, uh, we're going long. Uh, okay. Uh, but uh, let's get back into some of the new stuff. Uh, Azuri got this card. It's mm-hmm. called Already Dead. You mean <laughs> Arachne got this card. Arachne is the contract. I mean, Azuri can run it, but it's it's This contract. is a, this, bro. I know. This it, is a fucking Azuri card. That's only because no shade to Brian Gottlieb. Uh, adult Arachne is not a real hero. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. They don't have a hero ability. Look at your opponent's deck. It's That's not enough. I'm sorry. I know we talked about how I was very wrong and I ate my words about how good Uzuri is with the swap, but yeah, swapping in an attack is like real like power of information, but just like peeking at your opponent's deck, it's not enough to be a hero ability. Like when when people have like tons of value in their hero ability, just yeah. like just taking a peek, I don't think is enough right now. Taking a little peek, mate. So, Arachne is not Arachne gets better with this card, but. They go from like. What does Arachne do when you look at the look at the 
card and you can put it on the bottom. You can you can bottom a card. That's pretty good. It's not nothing. I'm just saying like it's not nothing. So far, it's not nearly enough. Clearly, to be powerful. But hey, they get a new card, so they get a little better. And this Azuri card is sweet. gets this card. It's Azuri a, gets to use it's it too. It's a two for six swap card that says. <laughs> <laughs> you can banish people's uh, equipment. Yeah. You can just be like, oh, you blocked with your, you blocked with your damn grasp. Yeah. Too bad. You Bye. don't get it. You don't get it anymore. And I get money for doing that. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's good for Azuri because it's a two for six. So it's like higher damage, but she can play it for free anyway. So it like makes more sense to swap in than other contract cards. Yes. It's fantastic. Also with Azuri, you want, you do want contract. It's like, Contract's good, yeah. Contract is the way to play against Lexi, too, mm-hmm. um, with Leave No Witnesses and stuff. The only reason is this, like, they're not big enough power. Mm-hmm. So this being a two-for-six with Contract feels already crazy. It's crazy. Because yeah, you want to buy it's your really boots good. back. You want to buy your... Uh, well, I guess you don't really run red back. But, but you, you can run the new Shriek Razors and buy those back. The thing, they're, they're clearly very scared of giving you too much silver. Because yeah. if you could just block with um, Shriek and and Redback four times a turn or a game, like that's so much value. You wouldn't it's a lot of it. life. If you could like very easily make that much contract, mm-hmm. uh, that much silver, uh, it would be crazy. Assassin is pretty good. Also, this is better. some of my favorite art in the game. It's awesome that's art. That's so cool. That it's just like their shadow is dying, but they're not dead yet. Yeah. It's really cool. Beautiful. Uh, Shriek Razors also came out. Kel from Red Zone Rogue uh, spoiled this. Mm-hmm. It's um, like the shred hands going, but not going into someone's face. Yeah, you've got this cool um, black tech style armor. And uh, this one, it's very... Um, situational. I yeah. feel like you probably don't want this instead of... Uh, flick knives. Yeah, you already have flick knives, but being able to like, it's interesting. I think anything that's like an attack react on the board, it's, it's cool. like it warps the whole game. Like Katsu having breaking scales, where it's just like plus one to a co- to a uh, combo card is like your opponent has to think about it and play around it. So it's like if you have a card in hand or if you have two floating, they have to think about shriek razors. So if you have something you really want to hit, then it no, can be I, useful. I don't get me wrong. I like it. I like cool. having the a uh, blue shred. Uh no, mm. blue is two, right? Uh, yeah, I think so because it's four. Th- it's four three two. I think so. Yeah, yeah. it's a, so a super like blue a, shred. It's a it's a really shitty shred. And it's only for attack action cards. So I, which I think is cool. It's like it's I, it's yeah. I, I I like the there's like the more and more of a theme developing because you have warrior stuff and now this that like sometimes blocking with an attack action is like a more like shitty form of block it's dangerous. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I don't really know what it like exactly translates to like ludically, but it just feels cool that it's like, if you're not using something that's meant for defense, if you're just like using your sword, it's like, I can turn it against you. Or, yeah. You like, can, my, you can parry it. You can, yeah, you can, you can parry it more easily. Uh, it's I, cool. love, I love the flavor. It's really good. so good. Uh, speaking of warriors. Oh yeah. Um, one of the craziest cards <laughs> they've ever printed. This is insane. Uh, I didn't know you feel felt that way. This card came out today, right? Yeah, um, I just mean like in terms of like not necessarily in terms of power level, although it is quite powerful if it works, but just like the idea of like without your opponent doing anything, be like, that's a D-react. Let's see it. And then it is and then it's destroyed. I love this. It's crazy. The entire th- Okay, so uh, Josh Lau spoiled this mm-hmm. from the card guys. I have been practicing on Josh Lau's uh, Dory deck. Uh, I played one of the big reasons I didn't play in the calling Mm-hmm. Um, at Nats 
um, was because I haven't found a deck. I'm in this weird place. Here's the thing about me. Um, we're going on, we're going pretty long. So why not, why not go on a tangent? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm very flavor motivated. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the shadow cards. I like the shadow heroes. It was what drew me to the game. Mm -hmm. It felt bloodborne -y. It felt dark soulsy. Like yeah, yeah. I, I liked that there was like this gothy adults, creepy, cool card game that wasn't, Oh, I'm a delighted halfling. You know, it's not, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not fantasy like that. I have grown to like it more since getting into Dark Souls and Flesh and Blood and appreciate mm -hmm. for what it is. I'm playing Baldur's Gate. Th we're playing Baldur's Gate 3 right now. Oh, yeah. It's a ton of fun. Um, but just the sort of like, cor there's a, a certain level of corny mm. fantasy that I, I'm not as attracted to. Yeah, yeah. So for me, like, heroes like Vincent and Leviah and, and Chain have always been, actually Chain is a little too edgy, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, their cards call to me more um that's yeah. just because i grew up on that kind of stuff reading that kind of comics and stuff like that um so w w dory has always been a bit of like i'm like <laughs> play dory mm -hmm. she's a angelic blonde-haired bitch who like mm -hmm. you know i didn't get i don't really like the flavors to be honest sure. like the uh, the aesthetic of it is not for me yeah but Playing all these shadow heroes, there's such downsides and there's such randomness with mm -hmm. brutes and yeah, stuff yeah, like this. Yeah, um, The true hero that I fell in love with and sort of made me fall in love with the game even double was Kano. Mm, yeah. He's a annoying little twink who <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not cool and his cards aren't cool to me. Mm -hmm. um, you don't like although, the, although the I do, I do, Although I do really like the, the surreal stuff. The, you know, the oh, sap yeah. and the prognosis. Mind warp. Uh, Swell tidings is really cool looking. <laughs> Ta Beautiful card. Timekeeper's whim and yeah, yeah. Uh, rewind. Like all those cards, I really love the psych, psych rock covers yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but his, what it's really about when it comes down to actually playing the game is the mechanics. Uh -huh. um, which are beautiful and so Kano and cool, is so yeah. expressive and you can do all these different things. So I was talking to Chris and I was sort of just like, I hadn't found a CC deck that I felt like was fun to play even if I lose. And yeah, I think something you said, you were like, I like decks where if I have to block, I can block well, but it's also strong. And it's like, I feel like one of the decks that's like that and seems fun to play is Dorinthia. Yeah, and I, and I didn't think about it that way. And I, the first card game I, and the only card game I've ever played before this was poker. Mm -hmm. um, and so I like lying. I like bluffing. I like, yeah, yeah. I like looking at the odds. Um, I like people making me have it and having it. I mm -hmm. like all of those feelings. Totally. So yeah. I built a, I built Josh Lau's Dory deck. I've been watching him talk about it a lot. I've been trying to get into Dory and I, I'm starting to get it and I'm starting to like it. So this, <laughs> this card is so fucking funny. Like yeah. I just like, I can, one thing that Josh said was, uh, it's uh it's great for grandmasters and mm. unplayable for novices yeah that was really interesting because you were trying to ask me i think just yesterday you were like what do you think the card will do and i was like i don't remember what theory i came up with i was like maybe it would do this but i couldn't really think of like what it could possibly mean that it's like you have to be really good at dory to play it well and then this came out i was like oh yeah i see what he means and like, what i extra love about it is that like it's not even about your play it's, it's about a, reading your it's opponent. It's about knowing like, what your opponent is going to do in response to you. So, like, right. when do they think they're going to need 
a defense reaction and have it in their arsenal. Yeah, how are they um, playing into you? Which is what's cool about Warrior is that it's like it's one of the more interactive classes. Like it really plays in the reaction phase. So it's like not quite wizard instant speed, but it like very much is like people can feel like they're playing against Kano where they're like they might do something that I can't do anything about. Yeah. Which is like a really fun it's feeling just, yeah. in this game. It's great. So I'm really I really want to get to the point where I can play this uh, and know when it's a, de a defense reaction. That sounds very fun for it me. It seems cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dory seems like a very fun and re uh, rewarding deck. This is a card that's like impossible to value because it's like, yeah. uh, there. it's like, like you said, like it, it's so strong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like if you can, if you somehow know that there's a defense reaction there, it's game breaking. Like yeah, it, it's totally. It's just like win the game. Or like yeah. like just destroy. Like it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah. how could you possibly know? Yeah. And you also have to draw it like on the turn that is going to be like your pop off turn. Maybe like if you want to have it when they would really want to play a defense react. Because <laughs> like Josh is, you know, he was talking about a story where he was like when he was learning the game, he played a lot of blitz and he like was playing against someone on Ira and like punched through for some damage and they didn't play their arsenal. But then the next turn he was doing a crazier turn and they did play the D react and he was like, well, why didn't you play it last turn? And they were like, I didn't need it last turn because your turn wasn't that good. So it's like learning like when someone will actually decide to like commit it. Cause he was pointing out that Absolutely. it's like, you don't have infinite D reacts unless you're running like a full fatigue deck, in which case like you'll beat Dory pretty easily. Um, so you have to use it at exactly the right time. So knowing when you're going to pop off and someone's like, Oh shit, I need to unmovable this or I need to sync it. Right. And then countering it. So it's a really exciting card. I, I think, I hope they, I mean, I asked Josh Lau uh, the other day, uh, what do you think Dory needs to be S tier? Yeah. Like realistically, like obviously, you know, mm -hmm. having a card that says, you know, your next sword attack gets six counters or whatever. Like, yeah. But yeah. realistically, <laughs> like what? A red glistening <laughs> that gets plus two or something. Yeah. But yeah. like, what would, what would they really give her that would make her an S tier? And he said, on hits yeah and it's like your next sword attack makes them discard a card or whatever mm -hmm. you know something like that um, yeah. he didn't say that example by the way i'm sure. totally yeah, making yeah. that up um but on hits something that disrupts people's hand yeah um, totally it, it, that is if you kind of like take a step back like at a macro level and just look at the game it's like some of the main things that like break it or like push heroes above the rest of the pack are either like very flexible go again or on hit effects. Right. And it's like decks like That's why Lexi has both and she's crazy. Yeah. Or like why Prism was always good because she had both. She had go or again Sarvo. on everything. Yeah, Sarvo had go again and on hit effects. Chain, not as many on hit effects, more just damage, but it's but like very flexible ramp, go again. Ramping ramping uh card draw. You could draw a million cards in chain. So right. it's insane. Um, so I'm excited about this card. I definitely want three of them. Um, Very cool. Speaking of something, I want three of. Oh yeah, Riptide. Riptide is a is a hero that isn't good um, right now. Mm -hmm. um, isn't great. Um, he's pretty good in Blitz still, I think. Uh -huh. um, and I do like. I'm I'm really enjoying Vincent in Blitz. She's very solid. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, Riptide. It feels like it just. But especially I love his theming. Yeah, I love his aesthetic. I was just gonna say, especially lately, you know, maybe when Lexi LLs people will play Riptide, but it's like there's two rangers who are like have very good strong game plans that can like beat a lot of meta decks and riptide just struggles to beat those decks in comparison so like i don't even know if riptide is like that terrible i think it's just like anyone who wants to play ranger is like i'll play azalea or lexi right. so he's kind of left by the wayside and then also has some pretty like 
tough matchups. But the big man's time will come, and this will sure. be, I think, a staple for him. Uh, oh yeah, it's it, incredible. It's a it's a zero for four, which is above rate. At blue, uh, yeah, at blue, that is. It's yeah. a zero for four blue block three arrow mm-hmm. uh, that says when this hits a hero, they create a courage and quicken token, um, which sounds we- which sounds weird, uh-huh, but yeah. because it's like, wouldn't that be good? Yeah, it's um, like. But that also turns on almost every trap you have. Yeah, um. <laughs> and that is, that's like it's really cool because one of the main ways that people can just like play around Riptide is if he's running a lot of traps. Say, okay, I'm never turning your traps on. Because when Riptide yeah. first was coming out, it's like, oh my god, these traps are all so good against, you know, Dorinthia, because she's always buffing Dawnblade and giving it go again. But if all Dory does is be like, swing Dawnblade for three and block, and don't give it go again, <laughs> yeah, then traps are never on. And then the tough thing about D-Reacts is if your opponent is attacking and you have it in your hand, you like kind of have to block with it. You can't just like wait, because you'll die. So then you have to block with them, and then you play them all, and then eventually Dory kills you or fatigues you or whatever. But right. this forces them to turn your traps on which is awesome it's cool um and i like that and i think that he he's another hero that they're like tapping the brakes on where they're like this could be too annoying sure where if you just like if you give him traps that like trigger one damage that is like basically unpreventable Uh, i mean you can prevent it but it's like unblockable Mm -hmm. um no one can play crown of seeds anymore so that's one way to prevent damage like that gone yep um, which won't be for long. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's a really cool card. And I think that, uh, I can't wait for him to be good. I also like that it shows him breaking into something that looks like metrics. Yeah. It um, seems like he's in metrics. He's just like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming up here. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, he's cool. I like and him. Shit. Uh, and then we got wax off, Uh huh. which is crazy. Weird. Um, uh, legends, uh, living legends podcast. Uh, had some really good takes on they had a whole argument and you can listen to their argument about sure it. sure but uh it's basically like this card is crazy because zen so zen state tokens are crazy um so it is a blue ninja block three defense reaction block two well it is two but it creates a zen token so it's three if you played wax on so if you oh yeah if you, yeah, if yeah. you do the synergy it's crazy if yeah. you do the combo it's a block three um yeah at minimum, it could be a block at minimum. six. But the, the the thing that they thought of that I did not think of um, is that Miss Master Marita is like he is a uh, he's the archetype of the the old sage master from um, you know he's in all of those movies. The yeah, yeah. He, he's he's in um, what is his name? Peng Zai or oh, whatever. Oh, uh, pay, pay, yeah. What is it from Kill Bill? You're thinking Kill of? Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that character is not something from Kill Bill. He's no, from totally. Like, he's from a million samurai, like all yeah, the yeah, Sha, like Shaw Kung brothers. Fu movies. Yeah, Shaw yeah. brothers, and he's like sort of like his whole thing is like he doesn't really fight. He just you can't touch him. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so the idea of like a only blocking ninja is so cool to me. It's one of the first like cracked decks like back in the welcome to wraith meta <laughs> katsu was broken by just blocking and swinging kadachis um mm. yeah and you know something that just occurred to me like something stupid you can do which i'm almost positive is legal is you can use your mask of many faces make an attack be called wax on <gasps> and then play this actually wait the problem is that you can't <laughs> i just realized it's not an attack you can't defend yourself with a d-react i don't think actually not 100 percent sure i've never tried to do that but I don't think you're allowed to play a defense reaction if it's not if you're not being attacked. I'd have to check that. Because if you could figure out a way to play this after naming something wax on, like you could name an attack wax on and then play this and then just make a Zen State token, 
like play a defense reaction on your attack? Yeah, it wouldn't be. Oh, w- are you allowed to do that? I don't know. I feel like probably <laughs> not. But uh, why not? What's the rule? I'm not sure. I might huh. just say like you may play defense reactions when you are the defending hero. Mask or many faces. Um, mask of many faces only works once, right? Yeah, but it's like it, it's been confirmed that you can use it for like you can make an attack be called Crazy Brew, and then you can use <laughs> uh, Life of the Party, <laughs> and then sacrifice it to pay the cost for Life of the Party. Okay, it was like that was that was deemed legal. Okay, that's uh, really interesting. So, but so wax on isn't a great card. You'd you could do it like a UPF uh, type. Yeah, wax. The thing is, wax on is also conditional. It's uh, I believe a zero for three D react. So it's on rate, and then if it's blocking an attack that costs zero, it has plus two. Oh yeah, he already was Master Marita. It's like oh yeah, yeah, Art of He's the Master hand. Marita, which is a reference to Karate Kid. Yeah, or yeah. Pat Marita, the actor. Yeah, who's um, Mr. Miyagi. So um, yeah, this is it's something they've been doing. What's that card called? Hold the line from uh, Dust Till Dawn, where it's a zero for two D react, but then if your opponent's like drawn enough cards, it gets plus three or something. Right. Plus two. Like I, I've been interested in like this. Wait, sort what of, did you say? You know that card. Um, from Dust Till Dawn called Hold the Line. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where yeah. it, like, blocks two as a blue D-React, but if they've drawn two or more cards, it blocks... Is it plus two or three? Two, I think. Only two? Or three, yeah. I think it's three, yeah. Like, this weird design space where they, like, want to print cards that can, like, have a conditional upside, but it means that they have to, like, at base... Like, if this card... If Hold the Line, or if Wax Off blocked three... It would be so easy to include it in your deck because it's just like a blue block three zero cost perfect card like sure it doesn't have any like upside if i don't synergize it but has no real it's already fine there's no downside so they have to give it like a slight downside and then this game is so like based around like consistently getting good value out of your cards that it's like if it's hard to actually draw them together then it's hard to like justify that synergy but that's also like how they have to design weird combos and shit so i don't know it's like the kind of thing that makes you want more like tutors or more arsenal slots or more ways to like get specific cards the way i think about this stuff and i think and i think it's for me there's definitely like a type of person who Mm -hmm. sees a card like this and they're like oh i get to brew and i'm gonna brew the cards that exist now and i'm gonna like come up with some weird thing but to me cards like this are hype where I'm yeah. like, it's not there yet, mm-hmm. but totally. But yeah. mi- if they release a Master Marita guy and he's like, all your cards are going to be defense reactions. Oh yeah, I don't remember who, but I heard someone theorize you that run flick flax and wax on wax off, and you've got like five or four more like uh-huh. defense reactions that are really good, and you can make Zen states all, like very consistently. You really can't get touched. Yeah, someone theorized like a, a defensive Katsu where you can discard to search for like a D react or something. If you had right, an ability combo, yeah. If you had an ability like that, that was like discard a zero cost from your hand, <laughs> search for a D react, you may play at this combat chain. Then wax on, wax off becomes crazy. Draw one, search for the other, right. do the combo. That's why it that, doesn't say combo. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like you know, it would be a different uh, a hero text, but like yeah. yeah, totally. And it's like this is the kind of stuff you need in a in a card game. And I feel like it's part. Of, it's a part of like the idea of card games that I feel like you know everyone. There's a lot of people who are like. For whatever reason, like Lexi seems to be like a really heavy like psychic damage best deck, and maybe <laughs> maybe it always is like this. People always bitch and moan, but people are like, sure. "God, get Lexi out of here! So annoying! So like Aria is so terribly designed, so busted." And it's like I feel like people are forgetting that Aria is also so fun. Like people had so much fun playing all of those heroes, yeah. and it's because you play a card game to do fun 
crazy stuff. Like people don't want to play a card game where it's like, okay, we're playing chess, exactly evenly matched. Yeah. Never do anything busted. Always do the expected thing from a card. Like, never high roll. Never like. Never have cool synergies. Like those heroes all just have like cool hero abilities, a big card pool because they can run elemental stuff, cool weapons, like really cool theming on the cards, and they're fun to play. So it's like, I hope that they don't take the lesson that like. Aria was like completely flawed and like understand that it was just like a little overtuned, especially that early in a game's life cycle, I think is like maybe yeah. the biggest lesson is like giving people bigger card pools and not really like a downside compared to the untalented counterparts was just like, well now they're better than, you know, the right. untalented ones. No, my sense is that they definitely understand. I feel like they took all the right lessons considering outsiders, mm-hmm. yeah. like outsiders. I think Lexi is probably the best. And someone else said this actually, uh, but I definitely agree uh, that Lexi is the best S tier mm-hmm. hero we've ever had. I think Mara might have said it on uh, when she was filling for Charmer, on Flesh and Pod, on Flesh and Pod. Yeah, um, like one of the most fair S tier decks where it's not. Yeah, it's not really Starvo. She's interruptible. Mm-hmm. She's, uh, you know, she, she, she. There's plans against her. Mm-hmm. There's definite like ways to yeah. target her. Um, but she's clearly the best mm-hmm. and that's great. I think that's really cool. I think, I think that you want to have a big bad every season mm-hmm. um, and you can choose to play her or target her or her, him or them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that that is how you want the meta to be like, what else would you want? Yeah. Especially in flesh and blood where it's because like last time we talked about this, yeah. like last time we had a meta where there was no clear best deck and everyone mm-hmm. sort of felt kind of mid, everyone was annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to like, especially in flesh and blood where it's like, if there's no deck that's like too obviously powerful, people kind of are like, how about fatigue? Like, you know, if you could block 12, 12 to 14 every turn and you have enough armor and a good weapon and then no deck can suddenly do 20 damage in one turn, if you play fatigue, you will have a great time. You'll probably right. win. And, and then, then everything feels slow and boring. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like we've seen that maybe most prevalently in the blitz meta, actually like back before our time when like Ira was the S tier deck where it was basically like two Iras running like the same list with like a bunch of D reacts and drones, like trying to eke out one more value with a Kadachi while playing like <laughs> the same hands yeah. is like, that gets boring if that's like the best strategy in blitz because it outvalues everything else. So sure. you need stuff like Briar and chain and Dustblade and Kano and Icelander to like spice that up. And it's like, Oh, suddenly Ira can't just like sit there being boring and ending the game. You need more of a strategy. What if Ma- what if Master Marita's hero text is um, the the third time <laughs> the th- the third time you play a defense reaction mm-hmm. on your opponent's turn if you have not taken any damage deal one damage <laughs> <laughs> you like poke them back if they <laughs> yeah. if they don't deal you yeah yeah it's like the reverse of mask of momentum like they're trying to. They're like, oh shit! I have to hit on this third chain link, or he'll deal me a damage. Right. That'd be so funny. Uh, and then you could, ev- against a tall hero, you could just play three d- defense reactions and deal one. Yeah, and oh, then man. and then you'd have one blue zero cost to do Kadachi Kadachi. This sounds awesome, this. but also miserable. Like if it's truly <laughs> just like a wall ninja that also was like pinging you on your turn and then on their turn they swing Kadachis <gasps> twice. The flavor. It's a great flavor. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah. It's just like his smirking like old <laughs> ass. <laughs> On every card. Yeah, imagine if he's he's making as smug a face as Starvo is. Starvo is like... (laughs) It's hard to do. But he's so smug. 
yeah. there was some copy pasta about how much someone said someone hated his like smug face looking back at you or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah All that, right. that'd let's, be, that'd be let's fun get hero. to the last couple i think we've got tunic and then we have uh bolton head oh yeah uh we got uh um warband of balana mm-hmm. listen there's there are oh is this is this Bolton's wife? Is that Bellina? I just realized. Or no, Bellina is the angel. His wife is uh, Irina. Never mind. Irina, Sorry. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you look. There's Bellana and there's Bellina. Mm-hmm. And those are acceptable. It's yeah. not Bellona. It's not Bellona. You don't have to did say. I, did I say Bellona? No, no. Okay. I, I said Bellana. Yeah. Which is kind of rhymes with Solana. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's Bellina, which mm-hmm. I prefer. Sounds the most correct, probably. Sounds the most correct. Uh, it's There's. Uh, maybe I, I almost think they intend Bolana because it rhymes with Solana. Probably they like um, their puns. They like their, their little, little like yeah. linguistic rhymes. Uh, do not. I don't. I don't get why people are saying Bolona. It's not. It's, it's not Oscar Mayer. It's not my 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 Bolona. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll accept Bolana or Bellina. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. So this is a another legendary mm-hmm. in in this slot, which is. Uh, I don't know how many. Uh, I'm just gonna quickly look at the the sheet again. This seven. This has seven legendary sets. This is a seven legendary set. Yeah. And so the expansion slots count, right? I would think so. Yeah. So that's three of them are here, and then there's four in the uh, set. Two, right? Know. We've got Shriek and Warband. Well, does it count Tunic? Oh like, shit! Krunik counted, right? Like when it was a reprint. Yeah. So three. Only th- only four left. Unless. They, d- they don't count. Like, we don't know. They've never done them before. Yeah, well, this so, is so maybe, maybe yeah. like, the whole product sheet is, like, not counting these because they're... they're expansions? That would really, be so weird. It though. would be weird. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what to expect with this product. I'm very, very curious to I'm watch Cyrus sick. crack it. Oh, yeah. Big time. I wish I could do that. Yeah. Hey, LSS, if you're watching this, you know I, I like doing cracking. So Yeah, yeah Brent, hey, Brent I, likes to crack. If you don't want me to spoil the card, I will definitely open. We would love to crack. Um, we, will, we, will do, we will yell boom. <laughs> we will scream boom. No, I'll just cover my mouth and then laugh like a maniac. That's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I hit something good. Yeah. Um, but this is uh, Warband of Bellina. Uh, it's an action for two. Destroy this, which I'm... That's sad. Uh, the next yeah, time yeah. you attack this turn, you may charge your hero's soul. If a yellow card is charged this way, draw a card. When I first read this, I thought you could... It, I missed the destroy this. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I was just like, oh, shit. This is insane. That'd be pretty cracked if you could do it every turn. Um, and it has temper, too. Yeah. Um, but you can't. Yeah. Um, and I think I think most people are looking at this and being like, still doesn't feel like Bolton is good enough. Um, they just keep giving him little trickles. Yeah, and it's like, I guess they're afraid. Somebody has said that, right, from LSS, that they're like afraid of making Bolton sure. too good. He would be an insane combo deck if he could do what he wanted to do all the time. Yeah. Um, he would just be like relentless aggro until he blows you up yeah the, um, some of the most insane cards in the game and in, in lumina and via the vanguard right so i get it it's just in a weird place and i don't understand why this one in particular is so weird um yeah i mean just the fact that it's too temper on a head piece uh never been seen before like the closest is skull cap if you can get it turned on and you can block two and then one and then, you know, also Brute has two and then one on their feet. Hey, here's a question. Yeah. Why don't people run Dawnblade? In Bolton? Yeah. Is uh, it a specialization? No, but you can't uh, attack with it again using the hero ability. So Dawnblade oh, has to hit right. twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're basically like... they're Because you could only do it with Twinning Blade. Yeah, only with Twinning Blade. Or with uh, Dustpath Pilgrimage, I guess. If it hits, you could attack with it again. Like, 
But you could always give it go again with charging. So that would be cool. You could. Yeah, yeah. It'd be cool. If you could somehow Voltron combine, like, Bolton and Dorinthia to have both hero abilities. Yeah, that would probably be broken. <laughs> It'd be really broken. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's a, This is an interesting one. The art's beautiful, obviously, as everyone's mm-hmm. pointed out. Soya May doing her sh- her thing again. The yeah, little yeah. porcelain doll ladies that she likes to draw. Yeah, yeah. Um, Drawing the waifus for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just cool to be able to, like, always charge on the board. Like, and that's a really good there's way. A, there's a, uh, a Reddit called um i'm gonna i forget now it's called like useful useful fantasy or like or like um Mm. fan god it's called something like a a reasonable fantasy or something okay and it's only picture like fantasy drawings of women that aren't sexualized like oh, okay. specifically not like overly boobed or whatever. Sure. And uh, someone posts like flesh and blood art gets posted in there a lot. And everyone's uh-huh. like, this game looks cool, which is yeah. great. Nice, but nice. someone posted a soya may drawing in there. And it was like, uh, there was like a little tag that was like questionable boob armor. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Cause she likes drawing her boob armor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I always find weird. Yeah. I feel like we talked about boob, boob armor before on the show. I don't remember like where it's like, it's this weird, like, historical, like, not historical debate exactly, but just, like, there's a lot of art where women have, like, boob cups for, like, on the armor, and then people are like, yeah, but that doesn't make sense. Like, real women wore armor, and they didn't, like, make a spot for their boobs. It, it wouldn't defend them well. You don't want your boobs, like, sitting in your armor. <laughs> yeah, you, like, weird. just kind of, like... You just mash them. You kind of mash them a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is Question. weird. Um, so, anybody does it, she, like, nails that. It's, like, it's art. It's, like, when you see someone's art, and you're, like... This isn't porn, but it looks like your main gig is drawing like not safe for work yeah. <laughs> shit for furries or whatever, yeah, yeah. or for anyone horny. Um, um, yeah, so Aimee is a little bit like that, where it's like, I feel like you drew this character naked and then like drew the clothes over them. You didn't right. just like draw a clothed person. Yeah, I mean it's hot art, I, and honestly, I think Flesh and Blood could stand to be a little sexier. Mm-hmm. Like sure. I, they 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 have some stuff but it's, it's very uh, like waifu bait instead of just being like a character who's like yeah i'm being hot or whatever yeah there's no like uh, there's not that much i can't remember what card it was that came out that was like whoa this is kind of mm-hmm. kind of horny mm. but uh there's some like i want more bard cards where he's like you know <laughs> giving eyes to somebody yeah, or whatever. yeah um or bravo like bravo bravo has very like bravo is a great one horny yeah. gaston energy so it's like have more bravo cards where he's like mm, hello yeah yeah i think it's cute when they do that yeah um that's cool. and there is some but i think you know mm. it's a it's a plus 16 it's a it's it's worth it's r it's rated r yeah, this game. yeah yeah um it can drop as many fucks as it wants yeah any fuck bombs um yeah, so th- I think that is where we are. We are currently on the eve of Majin Bay's spoiler. Can't wait uh, to see. Did we miss one? We saw Terminator Tank. Yeah, I think we saw those already. We think we talked about all the new ones. We talked about all the new ones. Really that, not that many. That's where we are with Bright Light spoilers. It's a, such an exciting set. Um, it, it's great because a lot of eyes are on Flesh and Blood right now. The the yeah yeah the Professor box the Professor product is so cool and you know accessible and has all kinds of cool stuff in it Mm -hmm. everyone's really excited about it i'm very excited about i'm definitely picking one up um it looks really fun yeah i can't wait to force all my friends to play it (laughs) um when is it coming out uh gosh i forget is it out now like next week or something it's really september right i don't know yeah um i don't know when it comes out but uh i'm definitely gonna pick it up and make all of my friends play it 
uh, maybe, I, maybe if it comes out before Friday, maybe I'll I'll make people play it at my birthday party. Oh yeah, that's a great <laughs> idea. Um, it looks like it comes out. Come on, marketing assets, tell me. No, these are just like art. Where is the date? Release date. September 29th. Okay. Not soon enough. 15 days. Damn. Yeah. So two and weeks that's, from that's tomorrow. That's like when Bright Lights spoiler season starts. So that's uh that's where we are. And um, when does Bright Lights come out? Like October? October. Something? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Very cool. But yeah, everybody's sort of like looking at it as like, this game is very crazy. It's going to be really cool because Worlds this year is like hopefully not in a tent. So that's a, a mark in its favor. And uh, It's definitely not in a tent. It's not going to be in a tent. And also, remember last year like Dynasty got delayed by like two weeks and it was enough time that it like wasn't going to be legal for Worlds. And so yeah. Worlds was like ended up being the same format that had been around for a while. This time we get bright lights and it's a new draft set. And then that's why they have to draft and play at worlds. So cool. So it's a new meta and a new draft set. And man, I want to go to worlds so bad. World, uh, worlds is, it's going to be a really cool event because it's like, I, I used all my flyer miles to go to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. So it was definitely worth it to go to Vegas. Oh, It was a great time. We went to the pool. We played all the UPF I games. I'm going to the pool. <laughs> it was very fun. Um, I'm, I, I'm just like thinking about like how hype, the game will seem to like outside observers when worlds yeah. happens where there's like this crazy new meta and new draft format that has awesome art and like looks really interesting like i think it's gonna be a really good draft format i have very high hopes based on how good outsiders was and yes and they've def definitely between uprising and outsiders i feel like they've really leveled up their draft sets and so hopefully we don't eat our words hopefully everyone likes it mm -hmm. um but I, I have a lot of high hopes for it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, been going on for too long. Uh, this has been the Banished Zone. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. We're mm -hmm. all very excited. Um, what's two weeks from now? Two weeks from now is the middle of spoiler season, so we will be yeah. back. We'll be talking about spoilers. Talking about uh, Bright Lights, the full set, when we have a better picture of how this is going to work. Hopefully, we'll have some like handle on draft. And so mm, we'll... Yeah, yeah. We'll see you in two weeks. You yeah. can follow us uh, on Twitter. I'm at Banish Zone. Chris mm -hmm. is at Blue Plunder Run. You can also catch me on uh, Fresh and Buds. Probably like yes. the same day as this one comes out or like right around the same time. Um, mm -hmm. I guess that on there. It's fun to talk to Tommy at Shout length. out Tommy Fresh. Mm -hmm. One of the best guys. One of the realest ones in the whole <laughs> Flesh and Blood podcast game. the realest ass dudes in the whole yeah. game. Uh, yeah, I had a, it was a fun conversation. So I think some of the stuff we talked about today, I also talked about with him. So if you want to hear if I'm have consistent opinions or not if you you're anything out. like me you want a couple more hours of uh someone rambling about flesh and blood because it's fun and you need to do dishes and yard work you want to listen to um, it yeah <laughs> so uh go check that out if you haven't listened to fresh and buds mm -hmm. already yes because subscribe there subscribe to this channel mm -hmm. if you're not already if you're on the youtube yeah. i have a feeling that a lot of people aren't are watching and not subscribed mm -hmm. um which is weird. I don't know how you're seeing this, um, yeah, but please subscribe. Um, it's right down there. Uh, if you're not listening on YouTube, just go to YouTube and subscribe. It's a fun time. Why not? Um, no. Other than that, do we have anything else to plug? Oh, my band, Stay Inside. Oh, yeah. We just released a new song. Please go listen to that on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever, you, wherever we've got. It's good, folks. We've got more songs. Follow us on all those places. Uh, Stay Inside is called An Invitation. Um, yeah, that would be very helpful. Thank mm -hmm. you so much. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. This has been a fun time. I'm very tired. Until next time, you 
are banished. You're banished. Banished.